0: Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy In Today's video, I'm bringing you guys my must-own tight end list for fantasy football in 2020. These are my must-draft tight ends, or my guys at the tight end position. I'm going to be talking about four guys in this video. We're one off of Five Guys Burgers and Fries and we are going to be going in depth on each and every single tight end here so I can explain to you guys why they are my must own tight end. So before we get into the video, I'd like you guys to please go down below and click that subscribe button. I produce content every single day to help you guys win your 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. If you are on the podcast app, please make sure to leave a review and while you're down there, check out the draft guide as well. In just a couple of days, it's going to be $7.50 for the whole month of August. I, I put all my work onto there. The rankings are going to be updated very soon, and I'm going to update my rankings every single day of August if there's something that makes me change my opinion on these guys, especially after this opt-out period is over. So, without further ado, let's get right into the video. Must-own tight ends for fantasy football in 2020. Coming in here at my number one most own, must-own guy. Not really my number one guy, considering there's a guy actually like more than him because just because he goes later. But the first guy to talk about here is my main man, Maki Mock Andrews, tight end of of the Baltimore Ravens, FFPC ADP 28.16. FFPC is a high-stakes draft website. ADP is average draft position, so the 28th guy off the board on FFPC. He is a Baltimore Raven, 6'5", 256 pounds, 23.9 years old, out of Oklahoma. Now, with Mark Andrews, he actually does have diabetes, so there is kind of a worry that he may end up holding out of this season. He's not really holding out, actually just opting out of the season due to that, making it... Even worse for him to if he was to get Corona, how the side effects would not the side effects, I guess, whatever the fuck happens when you get Corona, it could be even worse for Mark Andrews. So, right now, he is yet to opt out. There isn't really much noise that he will opt out. But that is something to note. Obviously, workout metrics, 4.6740-yard dash ranking, 80th percentile, 85th percentile speed score, 22nd percentile burst score, 32nd percentile agility score, and a 43rd percentile catch radius. So, Mark Andrews had an amazing year last year in Baltimore. He was one of my guys last year, a guy that I touted all offseason long. I said, please draft Marky Mark Andrews. This guy is going to be amazing. And he was tight end number five in 2019, playing in 15 games. Right now, coming off the board is tight end number three. But in some leagues, you see Zach Ertz go above him, but primarily the tight end 3-4. to Pick number 32 off the board going in the third round behind the guys of Travis Kelsey and George Kittle typically go around the second, third round as well. I can see Mark Andrews falling into the fourth round in some leagues. Like I said earlier, Mark Andrews was the tight end five last year with 13.9 PPR points per game, ranking fifth at tight end. So just because he played 15 games didn't necessarily boost him up there. It was because he was playing very well when he was healthy. 98 targets, 6.5 per game, ranking fifth at the tight end position, 64 receptions, 4.3 per game, seventh at the tight end position, 852 receiving yards, 56.8 per game, ranking fifth at the tight end position, eight red zone receptions, sixth at tight end, and 10 total tighties first at tight end. So Mark Andrews was doing it all last year. He was getting a shit ton of targets, catching the ball a lot, getting a million receiving yards, and he scored the most touchdowns at the tight end position. Now, what do I expect to happen in 2020? I expect, as long as he doesn't opt out, the exact same thing to happen. Mark Andrews to be a baller on the field. I would actually put him up there with Kittle and Kelsey as the potential guy that I could see being the tight end one. He is the wide receiver one of the Baltimore Ravens, whether you like it or not. I think Marquise Brown has a shit ton of upside Hollywood Brown but at the end of the day Mark Andrews is the guy that is going to be Lamar Jackson's first look and with my thinking that Lamar Jackson is going to have to throw the ball more this year because I think defense has kind of figured out if you stop Lamar Jackson from running and Mark Ingram from running he doesn't do that well. Lamar Jackson kind of faltered against the Tennessee Titans. Well, he really did falter. He had an all-time collapse against them, and they lost that game, the game they should have easily won. So Mark Andrews is going to be key for this offense. He was last year, and I believe he is yet again in 2020. If we look at Mark Andrews, he was very, very efficient last season. 13.3 yards per reception, 8.7 yards per target, both top five at the position. His average target distance was 11.8, number one at the tight end position, 82.7% catchable target rate, which was nine which I think actually goes up in 2020 with Lamar Jackson getting just that much better at throwing his rookie year. Didn't look like the best. People joked, oh, Lamar Jackson's running back. I made those jokes last year as well. And then he showed up and was like a legitimate quarterback. He changed his whole throwing form, and now I think he is going to be even better after this long offseason. 35.3% contested catch rate third at tight end, so when he's getting the ball thrown to him, he's going to bring that shit down. I think we see Mark Andrews improve on his playing style, and with Hayden Hurst out, that doesn't necessarily boost him up even more because Hayden Hurst wasn't really one of those guys getting a zillion passes thrown his way, but he is clearly the alpha tight end on the team, but Nick Boyle will probably remain being ranked above him on the depth chart because he is the blocking tight end for the team Mark Andrews never really out there blocking so speaking of Hayden Hurst he's my number two guy Hayden Hurst gets moved from the Baltimore Ravens to the Atlanta Falcons the Atlanta Falcons gave up some nice draft capital to go ahead and get Hayden Hurst I really believe his usage this year is going to be very high FFPC ADP 76.87 so no longer is Hayden Hurst that 11th round sleeper everyone's heard of him everyone knows how good Hayden Hurst is and he is rising up the rankings and I understand why I am going to take him in like the eighth round of every draft even if that That's a little too high because I want to make sure I secure my boy Hayden Hurst. But I think FFPC, since that are more of the sharp people, I think the less sharp people, the dumbasses you're playing in your league with, might not understand the Hayden Hurst magic and how good he's going to be, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. Atlanta Falcon, 6'5", 250 pounds, just like Mark Andrews' absolute unit. 27.0 years old, but Hayden Hurst has only been in the league for, I think, two years, and he was drafted ahead of Lamar Jackson. I'm pretty sure, unless that was Mark Andrews, and I just completely got that wrong. But with that said, he was a good, he was a pretty solid player for the Ravens, but never really got to be the alpha guy because Mark Andrews just broke out last year and really tore it up. His 40-yard dash is a 4.67 ranking, 80th percentile for tight ends, First percentile speed score, 42nd percentile burst score, 52nd percentile Jody score, and a 45th percentile catch radius for Hayden Hurst. Last year, Hayden Hurst's stats weren't very good, but that's because he was behind. Obviously, Mark Andrews right now coming off the board is the 10th best tight end round number nine pick 103 so he was the tight end number 34 last year playing in 16 games his stats are kind of meaningless but he did have 40 targets in that Baltimore Ravens offense a kind of vulture to touchdown or two from Mr. Mocky Mock Andrews so he had 40 targets last year 2.5 per game ranking 36th at the tight end 30 receptions 1.9 per game ranking 35th at the tight end and 2 total touchdowns but it's important to note how Dirk Cutter and the Atlanta Falcons utilize the tight end position so last year in just 13 games Austin Hoop God Hooper put up tight end number 6. He played, uh, he had 97 targets last year in just 13 games. Almost 100 targets in 13 games. I see Hayden Hurst being above that 100 target note in Atlanta. 97 targets, 7.5 per game, ranking 6th at tight end. 75 receptions, 5.8 per game, ranking 5th at tight end. 787 receiving yards, 60.7 per game, ranking 6th at tight end. 6 total Tuddies number 4 at tight end. And the Atlanta Falcons are the number 1 team in pass plays per game. These motherfuckers are throwing the ball way too much for their own good and they are going to continue to do that even if they're not the number one team I see them finishing inside of the top five and one thing to note about Dirk Cutter is this guy just loves the tight end room he cranks off to the tight ends I would not be surprised in the slightest if he has a shrine to Austin Hooper in the side of his room. There's a picture of his wife, his kids, and then there's a picture of Austin Hooper. And now that new picture is going to be Hayden Hurst because this guy is going to tear it up in 2020. I believe this offense is set up for perfection for Hayden Hurst, and Hayden Hurst did well last year. And I think this situation in Atlanta is going to make him even better and elevate him to the tight end that we want to see Top six tight end this year. Locked and loaded prediction. Bold prediction. But not really too bold because I really believe in Hayden Hurst. So next guy to talk about here is my main man Janu Smith, Tennessee Titans tight end. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far and want to hear more of my advice, more of me just rambling on about fantasy football, and if you guys had a great time so far, please make sure to click that subscribe button. I try to make these videos fun so that you guys all enjoy it, and you're not just listening to me read a bunch of stats off with some information that while is very useful, just isn't as fun if I'm just reading off the stats. I want to have a nice, engaging conversation with you guys. Please leave a comment too. I love. Reading the comments, Janu Smith FFPC ADP 100.84 Tennessee Titan. Like I said, six foot three, 248 pounds, 25 years young. For Janu Smith, 88th percentile 40-yard dash with a 4.62, the highest 40-yard dash out of all the tight ends we've talked about thus far. I'm pretty sure I just said thus four, so shout out to Abraham Lincoln for score. So, for 88th percentile 40-yard dash, 4.62, 84th percentile speed score, he had a 94th percentile burst score, 46th percentile Jody score, 82nd percentile catch radius, and I'm pretty sure I saw a picture of Janu Smith a couple of year, weeks ago with the guy's shirt off. The guy's absolutely jacked. Now, you don't necessarily need to base your tight end rankings of how fucking jacked some guy looks without his shirt on, but it worked pretty well for the guys who liked DK Metcalf last year, so... Who really knows? Janu Smith last year finished as tight end number 20 playing in 15 games, but he didn't really start to get a lot of usage actually until after Ryan Tannehill became the starting quarterback. Pick 152 off the board right now, round 13. So pretty much he's the last pick before you pick your kicker and your defense. He had 7.0 PPR points per game, ranking 21st at the tight end position, 45 targets, 3.0 per game, 31st at tight end, 35 receptions, 2.3 per game, 26 at tight end, 439 receiving yards, 29.3 per game ranking 19th at the tight end position five red zone receptions 24th at the tight end and three total touchdowns 19th at tight end now, I understand these numbers aren't flying off the screen, flying into you like you're watching a 3D film, and you're just you're just not seeing it. You're seeing, hey, those are just okay. But what Janu Smith, the increase for Janu Smith, is going to be this season is with the passing volume. I believe now that Delaney Walker got his ass the fuck out of there. I'm pretty sure Delaney Walker went to the retirement home and finally hung up the cleats. I loved Delaney Walker in the past, but now it is Janu Smith time in Tennessee, I understand that the Tennessee Titans are a run-heavy team. That's why my concerns with A.J. Brown are kind of high since I believe they're going to be running the ball so much. But Janu Smith, you're paying tight end nine, number 17 ADP for a guy could easily be a top 12 tight end. Why not take the chance on Janu Smith? When you're drafting these guys in the back of the draft, you can even take two, round 12, round 13. You take your two tight ends and you play them on a weekly basis and figure out which guy you want playing per matchup. Find a, de- a guy playing against the shittier defense against the tight end. Just like last year, You pretty much just had to pick up the tight end playing against the Arizona Cardinals and they were just dropping like 30 points against them And it could be some bum. I could have been out there at tight end You could have thrown the ball to me and I would have scored 25 fantasy points So Janu Smith's efficiency numbers were also very good. This is why a lot of people are really talking Janu Smith up 12.5 YPR for Mr. Janu Smith short for yards per reception 8th at tight end 9.8 yards per target second at tight end to a 77.8% catch rate fourth at tight end. While I don't think Janu Smith is going to be some type of target monster, getting 8 to 10 targets every single game like some people might want him to be, I think he will be just about fine in 2020. It definitely has that top 12 potential in Tennessee, and if you guys like Tennessee, you're the only 10 that I see, because I love all you guys, so final guy of the video is my main man, Jack Doyle, old as it gets, 30 years old for Jack Doyle, ADP, 118, Jack Doyle is one of the most boring fantasy players ever, and he has been for a while, but now that Eric Ebron is gone, I really believe in Jack Doyle this season, when, if Eric Ebron wasn't there last year, Jack Doyle would have been amazing, and if Jack Doyle wasn't there last year, Eric Ebron would have been amazing, it's all about What tight end is going to be there, but this year it gets even better because we all know Philip Rivers loves that tight end. The guy has 12 fucking kids, so you better know he loves that tight end. You get the joke right there? We're talking sex for Philip Rivers. Indianapolis Colts, 6'5", 254 pounds, undrafted free agent, and this guy is a god, 30.3 years old. His 40-yard dash is as slow as it gets, ran that shit like your grandpa, and your grandpa could have probably ran faster than him. 4.91 17th percentile, 21st percentile speed score, Doesn't have a burst, agility, score, or catch radius, but it doesn't matter for Mr. Jack Doyle. He was getting his target stolen last year by Eric Ebron. Like, Eric Ebron was Jameis Winston in a Publix trying to get some lobster. So, Jack Doyle, he would have been even better. But he finished as tight end number 15 last year with Eric Ebron playing all 16 games. And now he's coming off the board at tight end number 18. Tell me how the fuck that makes any sense. Pick number 149, round 13, 7.0 PPR points per game, ranking 21st at the tight end position. 72 targets, 4.8 per game, 13th at tight end. He was getting 13th most tight end targets, and this guy didn't even have Phillip Rivers, who puts the goggles on, lasers in at the tight end, and just force feeds the fucking shit out of them with the ball. 43 receptions, 2.7 per game, 14th at tight end. A lot of receptions as well for him. 448 receiving yards, 28.0 per game, 17th at tight end. He didn't really get all that many receiving yards, but I think that goes up in 2020 with Phillip Rivers at the helm. Six red zone receptions, 20th at tight end. Four total touchdowns, 14th at tight end. Now, you might be wondering, Nick, really how good is Philip Rivers at throwing the ball to the tight end? It's fucking amazing. He averages tight end number 7.7 7 on his team. That means his tight end is typically finishing the year as a top- 8 tight end. Now coming off the board as tight end number 19, I don't see a reason why you should avoid Jack Doyle. I think Jack Doyle is a safe pick. He's not really that, you know, you you draft him and you're like, holy shit, Jack Doyle could be a top 5 tight end. He actually probably could be, but he just doesn't bring you that same excitement. But he should, because Frank Reich, head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, averages 175 targets per year to the tight end group. I understand Jack Doyle isn't going to catch 175 balls or get 175 targets. I hope he does, but he will. Won't. obviously Mo Alley Cox is still there there's other tight ends that are going to be getting the ball but Jack Doyle is going to be that majority leader in the tight end room and I think Jack Doyle has a great season in 2020 getting force-fed the ball like Philip Rivers just force-feeds his cock probably into his wife because that's how they have a million kids shout out to Philip Rivers though for never cursing because cursing is bad Philip Rivers I love you so thank you guys all for watching this video speaking of loving you I love you all. You guys are fucking amazing. The support I've seen recently is amazing, and we're going to keep beating the drum all the way into August and absolutely slam your guys' 2020 fantasy football draft, so please make sure to click that subscribe button if you enjoyed. Check out the draft guide as well. I'll see you motherfuckers tomorrow with yet another heater of a video. We're almost in August. It's almost time for double uploads pretty much every single day. I love you all. Peace out.